Welcome aboard, folks, and thank you again for tuning in on this great radio station, Real News, Real Talk, Real People, RBN, because you can't handle the truth. Uh, very proud to be associated with this uh, radio station and have been for many, many years. And I want to thank John Stadmiller, as I always do, for his uh, efforts in getting the truth out about the USS Liberty and give me an opportunity along with uh, my guest host, uh, Dave Gahari and Ron Kukul and Cat uh, Faber and everybody that puts the show together. You know, I, I thank you very, very much. And, um, you know, it just it means a lot to me that we have so many listeners out there that, that really do care about America, that love America, and want our country to be great again. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you, yeah, I'm a Trump fan. I'm going to vote for Trump because I want to make America great again. I want it to be the most respected country in the world and the most feared and the most giving as we always have been. But you know, when the uh, when the government uh, tells you lies and hoodwinks you and pulls dirty deeds on you and tricks and won't let the truth come out, that isn't the government of our forefathers. That isn't the government that I grew up in. Maybe it, maybe it was the government I grew up in. I just didn't, I didn't know it then. But I was, uh, I had a, a great, great childhood, and uh, I wasn't worried about anything. I wasn't worried about any wars, nothing until, of course, Vietnam came up. But ever since then, it seems like we've just been in a lot of trouble all over the world, and it's continuing on and on and on. So this this show is dedicated, of course, to the the men that gave their lives June 8, 1967, in a sneak attack by the Zionist State of Israel, an unmarked jet aircraft, going to sink our ship and blame it on a foreign country, and that, that country had been Egypt for sure. Uh, there were, were nukes in the air ready to nuke Cairo, turn it into glass, blame it on, blame it on um, the Arabs for sinking our ship, and, of course, America would have been demanding blood, and they would have gotten oceans of it. It would have been a terrible, terrible sight. Whether it would have caused World War III, we don't know yet. Would the Russians believe that the Arabs could have done it? I don't know. They had intelligence gathering ships in the area. Uh, they were mostly uh, disguised as fishing boats, but everybody knew what they were. They could pick up about the same things that we could but we were in international waters doing what our government said to do and on June the 8th at 2 o'clock the attack started vicious murderous attack 34 Americans slaughtered 174 wounded including myself 70% of the crew was either dead or wounded you know it just the damage on the ship was horrific uh, unbelievable how we stayed afloat with 40 by 40-foot hole on the starboard side and the acts of heroism by the crew uh, and other crews USS Davis that came aboard and helped us it's just unmatched uh, you know to see your fellow shipmates uh, perform in the fashion that they did with the professionalism and dedication to duty and dedicated to their country 
even though we did not know we had been abandoned. We didn't see an American ship for 18 hours after the attack. And it's been uh, proven that uh, jet aircraft were recalled from USS Saratoga, USS America. And now I've found out another carrier. We might get into that in a little bit. But uh, uh, they were ready to send rescue aircraft to come to our aid. At the very last moment, the red light went on, and that was the end of that. And uh, uh, so it just goes on and on, the stories. And uh, I just wonder how many how many lives this uh, USS Liberty story has touched, as well as other very defining moments in history. And we're going to have a guest on here in just a little bit that's going to talk about history. He lived it. He was there. Uh, a person of uh, great uh, professionalism, dignity, honor the country, and honor to America for writing a, a great, great book. And my friend Dave Gahari is going to read a, a bio on our special, special guest, Gary Ryan. And uh, then we'll, we'll get him on the air, I think, in about oh, seven, eight, ten minutes, something like that. But folks, uh, you know, while we're on the subject of the USS Liberty, you know, if you haven't already, uh, remember, uh, if you want to help us get this film made, uh, go to uh, USSLibertyMovie.com, USSLibertyMovie.com, and if you haven't donated already, please do so. We certainly appreciate it. We're going to try to get this film done. If God willing, uh, we'll, we'll get her done. I also want to thank, uh, of course, uh, a former officer aboard the USS Liberty, John Gadesco, who is in the uh, fun rainy, rainy, raising trailer uh, we did aboard uh, um, SS American Victory in Tampa, Florida. Uh, and it was a, a great meeting and, and a great time to to do a, um, a trailer film uh, to let the people know about what we're trying to do. So that was a great thing. Also, another great thing, folks, is John Gadusco's website. If you haven't gone there before, please do. Go to gidusko.com. Gidusko.com. If you want to want to learn anything about the Liberty, uh, there's a lot of different stories on there. Uh, not just mine, uh, but many, many others. And that's another outstanding thing I wanted to tell you about. I got I got some very very good news yesterday from a person that's uh, been working on my book. Uh, uh, I mean, just as hard as he can. And uh, you know, folks, we had to stop. We had to stop somewhere. So Dave and I made the decision yesterday that uh, the last interview he, he took from one of our crew members. Uh, that was uh, in damage control. I won't mention his name. You'll get to read it in the book. But uh, he's uh, quite a quite a hero in, in his own right. And I'm glad Dave finished up with his uh, with his interview yet with him yesterday. Now Dave's just putting the pieces to the book together. And I'll tell you, folks, it's going to be a barn burner. It is bulletproof. We've gone through everything on this to make sure that 
the powers that be that want to shut us down and call us, call us liars and Jew haters and Nazis and whatever they prefer to call people that uh, don't agree with the Zionist agenda of uh, apartheid and genocide in the Palestinian territories uh, are called names. And, of course, our Congress and uh, our presidents go along with that. They're beholden to Israel. They get on their knees and lick their boots. They're bootlickers, all of them. You ask them uh, who they stand for, they don't stand for the United States of America. They don't stand for the Constitution of the United States. I mean, you get up, uh, you know, with uh, like Hillary Clinton, uh, Clinton the liar, liar uh, Clinton, uh, uh, you know, a scam artist, uh, uh, pay for play, uh, you name it, she's done it. And so did her husband, Bill Clinton, in the White House. Uh, look, look what he did taking advantage of a, of a young intern for his own self-gratification and getting by with it. He was impeached and he stuck up by with it, lying. The old saying goes, uh, what is, it just depends on what the word is, is. Well, I still can't figure that one out. I guess I guess only Bill Clinton can figure that one out in his head. But that's just uh, the double speak as lawyers do. And uh, he got, but not, not with our guests coming on board here in just a little bit. And uh, he's going to give you a straight story. He was there, and he knows these people like the back of his hand. So it is, you know, of course, it's a great honor to have him on air with this and to tell the truth on this this radio station because you can handle the truth. And if you, if you can't handle the truth, you don't need to tune into this, especially this radio show, Your Voice Counts, because uh, that's what we're into is the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Do we get everything perfect? Are all of our guests perfect? No. Nobody's perfect. Nobody. But we give it our, our, our very, very best to make sure that you get you get the right news from the right people at the right time. So, folks, uh, you know, stay tuned. I'm going to have uh, my guest host, Dave Gahari, uh, which is familiar with our, our guest coming on, Gary and uh, Dave will uh, read a, a bio on him. Uh, it won't be a great long, long bio, but it'll, be a, it'll give you a good idea who this gentleman is. And, and what he's gone through, just trying to get a best-selling book, by the way. It's been a bestseller for five weeks, six weeks, something like that. Uh, uh, and it is uh, unbelievable that uh, the mainstream media is shutting him out. Well, uh, RPN isn't shutting him out, and uh, I understand Fox News uh, gave him an interview. I believe Sean Hannity and and Inside Edition uh, did an interview with him, but that's it. The rest of the media won't touch him with a ten foot pole, distance himself from him, and cut down his book. So, pretty unfair to a, a man that served his country with great honor and distinction. And, and uh, Gary, I'll tell you what, my friend, please go ahead and and introduce uh, our guest that is going to be coming on just very shortly, and we'll get on with the radio show. And, and remember, folks, I apologize. I'm on a three-second delay. 
we need to let Gary know that also. And if you want to call in, folks, call in 800-313-9443. That's 800-313-9443. Dave, it, uh, it's up to you now, buddy. Go ahead. All right. Sounds good. Good morning, Phil. And good morning, Gary. I hope uh, everybody's doing good this morning. Let me just tell you a little bit about Gary Byrne, Gary J. Byrne. Really a true American hero. Um, Gary served the, uh, the country for uh, almost 30 years. Uh, he, um, he began in the Air Force in 1982. He was a security policeman till 86. And in 1991, he got the opportunity to join the U.S. Secret Service Uniformed Division, SSUD. And he spent 12 years there from 91 to 2003, including almost four years guarding the Oval Office during the Clinton administration. And like I said, he racked up 29 years total in federal service. After that, he, um, he went over to White House tours, uh, where folks go to the White A lot of people, I'm sure, have been to the White House and they get the tours. Those are given by uh, not just the White House staff, but by the Secret Service. He did that for a couple of years. And then he was an instructor at the Secret Service training facility in Maryland, Beltsville, Maryland. And then he spent 13 years as a federal air marshal, logging over 4 million air miles. Now, Gary's just a regular guy like the rest of us, uh, but he had the unique uh, uh, experience of being in uh, the White House when a lot of things happened. And one of them was, of course, the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Gary should be known. He should be a household name because uh, he was the only uh, or the first uh, Secret Service agent to uh, be forced to testify uh, against a uh, sitting president in a criminal case because of this Monica Lewinsky scandal. And when Gary found out that Hillary Clinton was... Uh, running for president again, he said, you know what, I know so much about what's going on with the Clintons. It's my responsibility to let the people know. And that's why Gary wrote the book. And like Phil was saying, incredibly, uh, I don't know how, I can't, I'm trying to figure it out, but I can't figure it out as of yet. But somehow, Hillary Clinton and company have been able to order the entire mainstream media apparatus, not just in the United States, but overseas, to not ever interview Gary about his book, which is mind-blowing if you think about it, that our mainstream media moves in lockstep like that. But even though they've done that, incredibly, Gary's book, like Phil said, at least when I talked to Gary in the beginning of last week, or this week, actually, Gary's book was number one for five weeks in a row, New York Times bestseller. It might even be six weeks now. We're going to ask Gary. Gary, thanks for coming aboard and uh, and taking the time out. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm grateful to be here. Gary, is it six weeks now, or is it? Uh, is it... it was it was five weeks um, on, the, on number one on the New York New York Times bestseller list, and now after next week, I think I slipped down to three. But um, just the fact that I'm on there is just amazing to me. Um, I never really thought of, you know, when you're writing your, your life story, you kind of lose track of, I mean, I knew 
at one time I knew I thought I had a pretty good story to tell. But when you, you know, through all the editing process, you kind of lose track. And, and I didn't realize, you know, it struck a chord, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Wow, it's, uh, it's amazing that um, and Gary is a uh, Pennsylvania native. Uh, somebody, uh, just a regular American uh, who has done what you have done, Gary, incredible. Why don't you tell thank the you. listeners, uh, well, thank you, uh, Gary. Why don't you tell the listeners uh, about how you found out that your book, Crisis of Character, uh, was going to be blackballed by the, the entire mainstream media? Yeah, so um, the week before, the book came out on June 28th, officially, and um, it, it was leaked out a little bit before that. Um, it got it started getting hard to uh, to keep it suppressed. And, and you know, one thing I'd like your, your listeners to know, um, I, I purposely didn't tell anybody I ever worked with before in the Secret Service or in the Air Marshal Service about me writing this book. And the reason I did that was because I wanted to give them deniability uh, of any knowledge. Because some of my coworkers are still in the Secret Service, they're still in the Air Marshals, and uh, and I know through my 29 years' experience in the government that, that these government agencies like Homeland Security, TSA, and the Air Marshal Service, and the Secret Service can be vindictive and retaliatory towards their employees. And I knew this was going to stir up a storm, so uh, I purposely never told anybody. Um, as far as the, the, about a week before, you know, we had these scheduled, um, my, my PR people had me scheduled to, to go on, um, the Today Show and, and a couple other shows. Michael Smirconish was going to interview me. And this is somebody who wanted to interview me. Michael Smirconish wanted to interview me 15, 18 years ago when the story was happening. And, but I, I felt it was prudent not to do it at the time because I wanted to stay with what the Secret Service wanted. But, um, according to the stories in the paper, these mainstream media buckled like uh, like a cheap chair, uh, cheap table, um, and um, and refused to have me on. They canceled all all the appointments that we had uh, for interviews, and the only people that had me on were, were these great radio shows like yourself and Fox News uh, stepped up and did the right thing, and also um, Christian Broadcasting. Uh, Pat Robertson actually came in uh, um, came out of. I guess you would call it semi-retirement, and interviewed me um, himself, which was, was very nice, and I enjoyed it. But uh, that was really about it. Uh, Christian Broadcast News, uh, Fox uh, TV, um, Sean Hannity TV, Sean Hannity Radio, um, the uh, Fox Morning Show, uh, Brian Kilmeade's Radio, and, and quite a few other people of Fox. They were very grateful, uh, gracious. Wow. Gary, hold on a bit. We got a little break, and then we'll be back with you in just a few minutes. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AirOutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. 
and some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AROutfitting.com. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history of Western civilization. In the year 1900, white people of European descent comprised 35% of the world population. Today it is less than 9% and falling fast. Europe is being overrun with Middle Eastern immigrants, and America's founding stock is rapidly being replaced with third world peoples from around the globe. For the last 50 years, every influential institution in this nation, our schools and universities, our media, our churches and our employers, have promoted policies and principles that teach whites to be ashamed of their great heritage and birthright. We, who in the 1950s, the 1960s, and 1970s were the world's dominant force, are now so afraid of being called racist that we were quailing towards irrelevance and extinction. Join the American Freedom Party today. Reach us at theamericanfreedomparty.us or call us at 701-317-5317. Paid for by the American Freedom Party. You, your husband, your wife, your children, we all need food. And with dozens of food storage companies buying up airtime all over radio, it's hard for you to know which company you can actually trust. Hey folks, John Stattmiller here. We at RBN understand, which is why I personally searched out a storable food company and one with similar core values to us here at RBN and of course you, the listener. Well, I found such a company. I'd like to introduce you to Numana Food Storage. Numana Food Storage, highly nutritious, GMO-free, contains no aspartame, no high-fructose corn syrup, has no chemical preservatives or soy, and Numana Food Storage has a 25-year shelf life. To back up my claims, we've made Numana Food Storage the exclusive food sponsor of RBN. Call 888-597-0775, 888-597-0775. Order online at numanarepublic.com. That's N-U-M-A-N-N-A, republic.com. Food storage you'll love to eat. Thanks, folks, for hanging on. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, interesting intro uh, by Dave and, and then Gary answering uh, his questions. And, uh, Gary, I wanted to thank you personally. My name is Phil Turney, a survivor USS Liberty that was, uh, that was attacked by the governor of Israel in 1967. And uh, a friend of mine that uh, was aboard that ship, he also went into Secret Service after he got out of the Navy, and uh, so I know I do know a little bit about it, but but not much. But uh, I wanted to thank you for for writing your book and, and uh, getting the truth out. Is uh, I mean that that's our our whole life here at RBN, real news, real talk, real people. Because you can't handle the truth, is to make sure people do understand and get the truth. And in in your book, I understand that uh, Hillary Clinton. Uh, was a uh, you're probably your worst enemy uh, being a secret serviceman uh, uh, behind closed doors and then 
and in, in the light of day, she, I think she even put her hand on your shoulder and introduced you as a good friend or something like that. So it kind of shows two sides of Hillary Clinton. Now, with that type of personality, uh, Gary, uh, I know th- this is probably a hard question to answer. Maybe it isn't. But is uh, do you think Hillary Clinton is capable of uh, of uh, becoming president of the United States and commander in chief of our armed forces? No, no, I do not. That's actually one of the main reasons you, you kind of nailed it in a couple places. Why I wrote my book, Crisis of Character, because I don't believe Hillary Clinton is fit to uh, be commander in chief. And and you brought up some very good points that I detail in my book. Is that she she is at least two different people, so to speak. I'm not telling you she's schizophrenic. I'm, I'm saying that she acts. She, it's very clear to me in, in the eight years that I protected her and, and what I've known uh, since then and what I follow uh, in the news that she despises law enforcement and the military. She treats us like unbelievably poorly when people aren't around, you know, when it's just the, the, the inside the White House type people. When the cameras are on or there were, you know, honored guests there, you know, you described it pretty well. You know, I was going to do a tour for a group of people. She introduces me, um, tells them how how much how grateful she's been uh, to work with us since she's been there. She puts her hand on my back. What those people didn't know was about two hour, an hour and a half before she was standing about a foot away from me, berating me, calling myself and and the rest of the Secret Service Uniform Division a bunch of a holes, and we should have fired. They should have fired us when they first came off of Arkansas. This is a person who. Um, has a hard time controlling her hang, and she gets wrapped around the axle. Those are not the, the traits of a leader. If you walked into the place where you get your car worked on and you saw the mechanic, the, the mechanic that worked on your car treating his employees like this woman treated um, her staff and the Secret Service and the military, you would walk out. You would never let anybody touch your car like that. And now, you know, after what we saw her do as Secretary of the State with Benghazi, and with the email server, we want to give her a promotion to President of the United States. It can't happen. I hope it. I hope that you're exactly right. And uh, your your book is uh, not only a tell-all; it's uh, it's a tell-all about the truth. And and you know, I would suppose that you probably took notes and uh, and kept a diary of your experiences while in the White House with the Clintons and, and, and other things you did in your uh, storied career uh, serving our country for, what, 29 years? And thank you for your service, by the way. Thank you. Uh, much appreciated. But uh, you're very, very, very welcome, uh, Gary. And I, I just, uh, I'm extremely happy uh, that you came on air with us. I don't know how much time you got. But we'd like to keep you on for at least another half an hour, if you so choose. Uh, yeah, I can if do you that. Have other Thanks. obligations or other things to do. Okay, th- thank you, thank you, Gary. And I apologize; I got a three-second delay on my Skype in. And uh, we're going to go to a, another break here in just a minute. But folks, uh, you just listened to a man that has served his country honorably, and, and he, he's told the truth about what's going on. And uh, his feelings about guarding this person for eight years, you get to know somebody pretty darn well uh, when you're around them uh, uh, 24-7. So, folks, uh, hang on. 
Uh, the calling number is 800-313-9443. Thank you for listening to Real News, Real Talk, Real People, because you can't handle the truth. Dave Gahari, you can bring us back in during the break. Thank you. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. While the large majority of Americans have never heard of cryptocurrency, it is the medium of exchange of the future that has already begun. On the other hand, the large majority of RBN listeners are very aware of the corruption within the Fed and the trillions in counterfeit money and credit it has created. Well, would you like to do something about this? OneCoin, the fastest growing company of any kind in world history, will pay you to help do away with the Federal Reserve. Henry Ford didn't invent the automobile, but he surely developed many great improvements in the industry. In 1927, talking pictures made silent movies obsolete overnight, and email has practically done away with the need for a fax machine. With cryptocurrency, Bitcoin became the pioneer in 2009. But now OneCoin, as the first ever gold-backed cryptocurrency, has moved to the top of the industry in only two years, and its impact on the financial world could be devastating to the Fed. Bill Gates and Richard Branson and all the jillionaires are already acknowledging that this system of paying for goods and services is becoming what will be recognized as the new worldwide reserve currency. For more information, call Pat Shannon at 601-212-0911. Again, that's Pat Shannon at 601-212-0911. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hey, I'll make you a deal. Give me 60 seconds and I'll give you directions to the Fountain of Youth. Okay, I'm joking. Well, well, kind of joking. No fountains, but youth, I got Nature's Youth and their premier anti-aging product, Nature's Youth RSF. With your sensible diet and exercise plan, Nature's Youth RSF can help you look and feel better. 
RSF is an all-natural amino acid supplement that supports your body to naturally increase HGH levels without any synthetic hormones. And elevated HGH levels can contribute to increased energy, improved libido, reduced body fat, and improved exercise capacity. Let's be honest, who doesn't want to look and feel younger? Visit the newly designed website at naturesyouth.com or call 800-333-6923. That's 800-333-6923 and like them on Facebook and you'll be included in contest and exclusive offers. What a deal. Oh, oh, speaking of deals, my time's about up. 800-333-6923 or naturesyouth.com. Who needs a fountain anyway? Call today. All right, folks, welcome back. And I just want to say about the book that uh, Crisis of Character, I'm holding it in my hand right now, it's a hardcover, Crisis of Character, White House Secret Service Officer discloses his firsthand experience with Hillary Bill and how they operate. It's hardcover, as I said, and it is uh, 285 pages, and it's a quick read. Um, it's It's a great book, and you know, I, I should have I should have mentioned something when I was introducing Gary. Is that and and we talked about this when uh, when I first spoke to him. That about halfway through the book, I was thinking, my 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 God, this book should be considered a national treasure. And I read a lot of books, so I mean, for me to say that that's pretty big. And the reason that I said that and feel that felt that and feel that is because here's a, a regular American who saw so much in his career serving the country. And he was compelled to put it down into words. Now, what's so significant about this is that, well, all of us have an image in our in our mind about the White House. Well, here's a guy who actually, he basically lived there in the White House. And the, the job of, of a Secret Service agent, uh, uh, whether it's uh, the PPD, the the presidential protective detail or the uniform division is is a lot of people think oh, it's a glamorous job it's it's not uh you, you stand all day uh you get very little sleep uh you'll learn all about that in the book as well uh but what's so significant about this book is that gary is giving the readers the ability to actually get a glimpse inside this building inside the White House, which, like I said, is a, to many Americans still is, is a very significant um, edifice. Uh, there, you know, as time has gone on, of course, people are are less and less uh, enamored uh, by the country, as Phil was talking about, by the White House, by the institutions, because of the corruption that it seems to be endemic in in the country because of these bad people. It's not the country, obviously. It's these people that are bringing shame on the country. But but Gary is letting you see what it's like in that house. It's never been done before. And and like Gary told me, uh, he he said very very clearly and and succinctly, uh, you're not going to be able to really understand what the clinton machine is because of the way that the mainstream media doesn't allow us to see it the only way you're going to be able to do it is through his book that's the only way you can see because no one else has come forward and as he said 
all those years that this Monica Lewinsky scandal was going on, the press was dying to get Gary to talk, and he refused. He followed Secret Service orders. But now that he's written a book and he's told it all, there's crickets. You can't. You can hear the crickets outside. They're not coming because one person, Hillary Clinton, said, "Do not talk to Gary except in the most disparaging of terms." And like like I said before, Gary was um, was adamant about this that. The reason he came forward, and it's not for fame and fortune, uh, because most people who who write books, except if you're Stephen King, they don't make money off books. But the reason he came forward is because he was concerned about the character of this person, and hence the the title, Crisis of Character, that there's something wrong with this person, and something very dangerous, as Phil was talking about, and he asked Gary about, is she qualified to be the commander-in-chief? There's so many examples in there of why she isn't fit to be the commander-in-chief. One of them that struck me that was very odd was that, and Gary, I want you to tell the listeners about this, how how when uh, you you folks, uh, being her security detail, uh, would uh, follow her around uh, the country and uh, and uh, obviously be present in case you needed to protect her, and that was your main uh, your main job was to to protect them protect the first family but there was a point where she had decided that when she was walking down hallways that she didn't want to see you guys at all tell listeners about that Gary. yeah there was um shortly after um they came in the office um one day i was walking through the mansion and uh the first lady was coming towards me and uh, I, I turned around and looked behind me and there were some staff members and the staff members ran into the other, like, doorways, and I, I was really perplexed. And so later on I asked them, and I found out that there, has, that there had been a direction from the First Lady's office that when they were moving through the, the White House, the East Wing or the West Wing, and you saw the First Lady coming, that you were supposed to hide and get out of her way. Now, of course, the Secret Service agents and officers like myself, um, we, we didn't do that because you can't, you can't do your job while you're, you know, hiding behind curtains, so to speak. <laughs> but it was a direction of the staff, and and you and and actually one time I was on a detail. I think it was in Ohio, and um, one of the agents I was standing post with in the main hallway where the president and the first lady were going to come into the uh, into the room, that the ballroom that that that, that they, he was going to be speaking in. We were the last post, and um, the agent who was from out of town went to walk back into the kitchen, and I said, "Where are you going?" He said, "Well, we were told to step back into the kitchen." And I said, can you see the hallway from the kitchen? And he said, no. And I said, well, okay, then I'll, I'm going to stay out here. And, and he made, you know, he, he kind of made a crack about, you know, me not following directions. And I said, listen, I work in the, in the White House with these people every day. I'm not hiding because of, of, her, of her bizarre weirdness. And um, so he stepped into the kitchen, and, and the president came, and the first lady of the detail came down the hallway. You know, everybody dressed up in their tuxedos. And the president looked over and, and nodded, and the first lady kept walking. And the, the, the agent that was following him up, the lead agent, you know, he kind of looked over at me like, you know, uh, why are you standing there? And I just, you know, shrugged it off. And nothing was ever said about it. But, you know, I just refused to adopt this mentality where, because of their bizarre behavior, that we put their lives at risk. I, I won't do it. I never did and I never will. Wow. So you basically told the guy, you said, how are you going to protect her from the kitchen, right? Right. Exactly. How are you going to protect them? I mean, listen... 
I, I know it might sound far-fetched to some people, but when you do this, these type of jobs, and even regular, even if you're the, the, the average law enforcement officer on the street, you know, you always have to have that mindset that it's about to happen. I mean, if, if they started down that hallway and attack started somewhere else in the hotel, we would have to help them get, get them to a safe space, whether it be back to the limousines or wherever. And, um, and you can't do that from the kitchen. You know, you can't do it unless you see what's going on. And um, so, yeah, I never buckled into that. Um, but, yes, it is true. That's what they used to tell the staff, and they tried to get the Secret Service to do it. But, you know, we can't, they can't do it. Wow. Wow. Very odd. Very odd person uh, that uh, would yeah, look at, uh, yeah, would, yeah, yes, that would look at somebody and say, look, I don't, I don't even want to see you. Uh, and, and as I said, folks, there's so much stuff in this book. It's so enjoyable. Um, I know that I, I know you can get it anywhere, the book, because uh, it's all over the place. But, uh, you know, I would uh, direct you to uh, the American Free Press website for that, AmericanFreePress.net. And when you go there, you just look to the top right corner. It's actually right on the front, right on the home page, right to the right to the right on top. It's such a wonderful book, Gary. Uh, as, thank, you. Uh, thank you for writing it. I, we have uh, we have another Liberty survivor, Ron Kukul. Uh, who was on board uh, when uh, when the ship was attacked? Ron, are you out there? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Ron, did you want to uh, ask Gary anything? Well, I, first of all, I just want to say hi. Hello, how are you? And, and yeah, thank you so much for your service. Also, thank you. Yeah, that's that's. Um, I appreciate that, Gary, very much. I have a uh, FRA magazine in front of me, Fleet Reserve Association, the August issue, and. Um, uh, if, I, if you don't mind, if I got the time, I'd like to read a, a fairly short letter by Reverend G.D. Elfrey, if you don't mind. Sure. Okay, it was about the FRA story uh, that was printed uh, last month about the Liberty. I think it covered about four or five pages. He says, thank you for printing the true story about the USS Liberty. The world needs to know what really happened. I was flying plane guard duty on that day off the USS Saratoga and was returning from delivering mail to our escorts. We noticed a lot of activity on the flight deck and saw the bomb elevators were open and rockets being loaded on the fixed-wing aircraft. The air boss called us and told us to hot refuel and launch immediately for plane guard for the fixed-wing launch. We were surprised when he recalled us to the ready room shortly after that and told us to launch for recovery aircraft all too soon. After recovering the aircraft, we went down to the ready room again and found the pilots were livid because they had been recalled when they were just minutes from the Liberty. It was some time later that we were told that the news from the White House reported that the pilots could not find the ship. Ha ha. That's my my paraphrase that. Uh, I wonder why I don't trust the government, Reverend G.D. Elfrey. Uh, that's the end of the letter, and I'd also like to mention just one thing, and I think Gary might find this interesting. Uh, Senator Grassley, I followed up on this thing that Bart talked about last weekend, last Saturday. Uh, Senator Grassley, who um, has initiated a resolution uh, in Congress called, I believe, a U.S. Uh, not, called um, a National Whistleblowers Day. And it passed uh, through the whole, it passed without any amendments. I called Senator Grassley's office, and if you want to have a fine experience, just tell him that how much you appreciate that, uh, that uh, resolution that he pushed through. It's Senate 522, 
and I'm following up on it because uh, I think somewhere, someplace, people are starting to think about what we're doing here, trying to save this country. Uh, that's about it, Gary, and I certainly appreciate all that you're doing for us on this radio show. Well, thank you so much, and, 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 I, and I do appreciate the story you just told. And I'd also like to point out, just in a, in kind of in another twist, what you're talking about is transparency. And, and transparency what happened with the Liberty, and, and I'm talking about transparency of what happened when I worked at the White House. And, I, and, you know, it's funny. You hear politicians on both sides talk about transparency, but they, you know, when it comes to the Clintons, the only transparency they want is, is from what they consider their opponents. They don't want any transparency of their dealings and how crooked they are and how dishonest they are. And that's one of the reasons I wrote my book, Crisis of Character. You know, I can't tell people the way our system works, our great system works in our great country, is I can't tell people how to vote. I can't tell you how to vote. You have to do that yourself, and that's fine. If people don't, don't uh, people will still want to vote for her after they read my book and do a little education. Um, I understand that. That's our system. But... The most important thing is, is to be educated, to understand who these people really are. I mean, a lot of young people don't know that in, in the early 1970s, Hillary Clinton was hired to be an investigator on uh, the, uh, the investigation into President Richard Nixon, and she was fired by the lead Democrat in the investigation for dishonesty. Yes. And then you fast to today, I mean, she never changed. It just, she kept compounding. And then she marries Bill Clinton, who seems to be one of the most dishonest people there ever was, uh, especially when it comes to his bizarre sex life. So this is just not anybody um, that, that I believe should be uh, leading this country. Well, I wish you well, sir, and I wish Dave and Phil well. Um, I'm battling a health issue. Uh, it's come back on me again, but I uh, it doesn't prevent me from coming on this radio program, reading letters such as I wrote, and thanking Bart for... Uh, informing me about S-522. Uh, Senator Grassley's office uh, really treated me quite well, and I asked her at the end of the conversation, are you aware of the uh, deliberate attack on the USS Liberty? <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, there was a hesitation, and she said, yes, I am, and thank you for what you people are doing. So I'm just going to leave you guys with that, and I'll just sit here and listen. Um, thanks. Gary, thank you so much. Thank you. Garrett, hey, thanks, Ron. Um, Garrett, you, you must have heard, I, I, you know, I shouldn't say that because it just came out. Um, I know you're probably a bit of a news junkie like a lot of us. I am. Um, yeah, and, and by the way, I should have mentioned as well, after 29 years of service to our country, Gary retired. Gary, you retired in March, was that right? I did, I did. Yeah, excellent, congratulations. And uh, Gary is a father of two beautiful kids and a beautiful wife as well. And um, news came out, uh, Gary, that um, a <laughs> little surprising here. There, the FBI is probing the Clinton Foundation. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me put my son face on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, it's, it's just crazy, but, you know, the truth is, you know, I'm going to make a statement here, and, and it might sound crazy at first, but if you look at it, it's, it's the absolute truth, and the statement is, everything they touch seems to be, look like a criminal element. It's just it's just unbelievable. They can't even have a charity, and it turns out to be, it, it looks like it's some kind of, of, of uh, a pay-for-play system. It's incredible. 
Wow. Now, you mentioned the Clinton Foundation in, in your book. And, yeah. of course, the book wasn't about the Clinton Foundation. The book was about your experience with the Clinton and also your experience. Like you, like you told me, Crisis of Character was not just about her character. It was about your character and how you yeah. changed and all the things you saw. But did you hear anything about the Clinton Foundation uh, from uh, coworkers, from friends, from others that, um, that you can uh, shed some insight into that. No, no. Like I had, I had been out of the loop, so to speak. You know, when they left office, um, you know, I was still in the Secret Service, and then, and then eventually they started the Clinton Foundation. So I, I was really kind of disconnected to it. But I will tell you that I have gone online when I was researching my book, and I've, I've looked at the people involved in, in the um, in the Clinton Foundation, and also the Clinton Hillary Clinton's campaign, and they're all some of the same people that work for Bill Clinton. Um, a lot of those names are very familiar, and uh, and certainly the ideal that, that you're getting from these news stories, where certain people who supposedly worked for Hillary Clinton when she was in the State Department, they were supposedly State Department employees, were doing other jobs. That's part for the course for the Clintons. Um, there are many examples uh, through the years of people that worked at the White House during Bill Clinton's time were doing other jobs. And, and, you know, and these things definitely looked uh, shady. Yeah, and, and, and one of the things you said, Gary, was that um, when Bill was president, it was Bill and Hillary. And if she gets in, it's going to be Hillary and Bill, you feel. Absolutely. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Go ahead, please. The first thing that comes to my mind is if she does get elected and he's back in the White House, what steps? You know, this is the woman that claims that she's... She's uh, out there to help protect women from uh, from uh, the harms of life. What steps is, is Mrs. Clinton going to take to protect the young women that would be working in the White House from her husband? We know what he did before, and we and we know we have suspicion of the way he's been acting since then. So, what steps is she going to take to protect those women from him? <laughs> and some people would say, what steps is she going to take to protect women from her? Exactly. You know, because, that, that just back to the, the whole premise uh, of of my book is, you know, it just can't be possible that we're that desperate to have her elected, you know, to have the, the first woman elected, that we make it her. I mean, you know, I get it. I'd like to see a woman president, too. I was thrilled as a kid watching Margaret Thatcher um, help run the British government. Gary, huh? we'll be right back. As a regular listener to Republic Broadcasting, you certainly understand the times and circumstances that we are living in. You certainly understand that the good times are over, and you certainly understand what we are heading for. Though we do not know what exactly is going to happen, we must assume that it's going to be a disaster. Are you prepared for that mess? Go to www.bugoutpanama.net and get the necessary information on our growing community of awake and prepared individuals just like you. At www.bugoutpanama.net, you will learn how we are preparing on our farm, Finca Bayano, for what is coming. Emigrate while you still can to our village, where survival is of the utmost importance. Prepare. Don't despair. At www.bugoutpanama.net. Hi, my name is Chris. 
Since the 1970s, I have been actively making products available that support good health. What makes my juices flow is helping mankind get healthy. Today, I'm going to tell you about a product that will help your juices to flow. I am excited to recommend Dr. Miller's Holy Tea to you. Even if we are eating a clean diet, these impurities are entering our bodies. Holy Tea moves these poisons that are creating havoc with our health out of our bowels. It works on the whole digestive system. The five tasty herbs are combined to provide an amazing detoxifying and healing tea that will rid your body of the pollutants and soothe your digestive tract, and in some cases, help you lose weight. It is critical for our health to move all of the environmental toxins from our bodies. The holy tea can do that. As a hydrocolon therapist, remember, with every BM, you're supporting RBN. www.holytea.org 800-326-2001 Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. They said that Israeli forces knew not of the liberty's true identity, and so they took advantage of the serenity. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I, I just wanted to mention. Uh, I just wanted to mention. I, I noticed that uh, we didn't give out the number uh, again to the uh, people that are listening. It's eight hundred three one three nine four four three. 800-313-9443. And folks, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Gary a question here about, uh, of course, Benghazi. Now, uh, with Hillary's uh, uh, temperament and, and uh, her idea of being, uh, being the supreme being on this earth and throwing four brave Americans under the bus, it's not surprising it's happened before this happened with us. But uh, in, in your in your view, Gary, if she does become commander in chief, uh, how weak will this nation become? And are we going to be in a dictatorship rather than a so-called republic or democracy? Yeah. Well, I have great great concerns about this, uh, as obviously you do. You know, the, the thing that I, I, the way I like to describe what I, what I saw in Benghazi, because it reminds me a little bit of, I mean, certain similarities with when her husband was president and we had the issue in Somalia that we now know was Black Hawk Down. And what it, and what, what it basically boiled down to was her husband sent these, this task force to capture these Somalian uh, warlords and refused to give them the proper equipment that they asked for. 
and then they ended up having this, this great battle, and our soldiers performed brilliantly. But, you know, a lot of the lives could have been saved if they'd had the armored personnel carriers and the airborne, the, uh, the A1C-30 gunships that they'd asked for. Now you fast forward to Benghazi. Those, those soldiers and those contractors and those um, DSS uh, police officers that were there protecting the, the ambassador, they fought for 13 hours with, what, $100,000, maybe a little bit more worth of uh, small arms, when there were hundreds of billions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars of weapons, weapons, weapon systems, ships, planes, and men and women in the military ready to come rescue them, and nobody said, go, go, go. That is unacceptable. And I see what everybody else sees. She lied to those families. This is not somebody who's fit to command. Her whole being is a complete farce. You know, eventually, mark my words, eventually when more and more comes out about what happened at Benghazi and more of the truth gets out, I bet you're going to find there were groups of soldiers or Marines somewhere ready to go, and they were probably standing around while the, the uh, Secretary of State argued over what they were wearing or, uh, or how they were getting into the country. That's not the issue for, for the leaders. The, leader is, the leader's responsibility when it comes to command is to say, go. Go rescue them, make it happen, and then step back and give them what they need. That's not what she's ever done, and that's not what she will do, and that's one of my greatest fears. I, uh, I agree with you totally on that. And, you know, the, uh, the, the old saying that uh, uh, we leave no man behind is uh, pretty much of a farce these days. It, it just doesn't exist. They will throw you out of the bus as the media, the mainstream media has done to you. Uh, yeah. Gary, they've thrown you under, under the bus. Uh, we're going, we're going to go to another break. Then we got a long a long run you can stick with us if you'd like i'd appreciate it if not you got other things to do just let us know but uh folks we'll be right back with uh real news real talk real people public broadcasting because you can't handle the truth on your voice counts hang on Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. Hi, this is Dr. Bill Deagle of the Nutramedical Report. Broadcast from 12 to 3, Monday to Friday, Central Standard Time. We cover medical issues, geopolitical, spiritual, and others. And you're welcome to call in. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 